what's up what's up my highness queens we are back it is a new week a new episode and i'm excited this is episode six like that is crazy to me i can't believe i've done six episodes episodes of something wow um thank you so much for tuning in uh to another bluntly black episode this week uh, i have my girl brie here with me this week we met through IG and my cousin, and it was just a super fast but super genuine uh, connection. So, you know, I had to invite her to come on the show and smoke some shit and have a good time. This week, we are talking about our top five favorite self-care tips, tricks, and or activities. Uh, these are the things that are keeping us sane during this fucking shit storm that we call 2020. Okay, because it's been a rough year for most of us, like all of us. So now more than ever, we have to make sure we're taking care of ourselves and pouring back into ourselves and taking the time to stop and breathe and check in with ourselves to make sure we're fully equipped to be able to mentally and emotionally and sometimes physically make it through another day. So um, that's what we talk about today. And it was a really fun conversation. I hope you guys get something out of it. Um, Of course, like most things in life, self-care is best practiced high, in my opinion. Like high as fuck. Like higher than the kites in the airplanes that are not flying right now because nobody's going anywhere because COVID. Like higher than that. That's the best way to take care of oneself. So, yeah, let's get to it. Um, kick back, light up, take some notes. I truly, truly hope that this helps somebody out there just spark an idea or even maybe um, just give you the confidence to be able to try something new because you've been thinking about it and you just don't think that it's right for you. Just try it. Just just, just do it. Even if it's not something that we talk about here. If there's been something on your mind that you're like, hey, maybe I should try that and I would feel better. And for some reason you haven't done it yet. I empower you, queen, to do that thing and just see if it makes you happy. If not, no harm, no foul. But if so, you could have possibly hit the jackpot right there. Like, the possibilities could be endless. So, yeah. Um, But first, don't forget to please comment, rate, and subscribe Um, Click those little buttons, type your keyboards, and let me know what you think of the show. I want to hear from you, and obviously I want you to hear from me. It's the whole point of making this show, um, this podcast. So let's connect wherever you listen to podcasts, and let's smoke some dope shit. Let's talk about some dope shit, and let's just be dope as fuck. All right, I think I have uh, talked you guys' ear off enough, so I ain't going to hold y'all no more. Let's get into this high-ass self-care routine. I'm an outgoing person. I'm the type of person that just, you know, likes to relax, likes to chill, I like to laugh. And I think that, you know, cannabis does that for me. So for me, I'm a hustle and get what I got to get so that I can sit up and smoke weed all day for my retirement. <laughs> That's the dream. So today we have one of my fellow highness queens, um, 
Bree at Keto Blessings on IG. So, hey guys, Bree and I met through my cousin on IG, and we just like really vibe, like instantly vibe. At least I feel like we did, and that's part of the reason why I love social media because without it, we would have probably never met. I um, totally agree. Yeah. So we bonded over our mutual love of weed. And like just when my friend was my cousin was like, Oh yeah, you should check this girl out um on IG, I was like, Oh my gosh, I just love her bluntness and her honesty and her just straightforwardness and I was like, you know what? I need to invite her on the show. Like that needs to be a thing. And she also has her own cannab cannab business, the pleasure plug. Um, you guys can't see it, but she has her logo behind her in this in our Zoom call, and it's amazing. I love it. I love the branding. Um, they're cannabis-infused drinks. So stay tuned in for our highlight section so you can get some more information on these delectable drinks that uh, just make you feel real nice. How has your mental health been lately? How's your week been? Honestly, my week's been pretty good. Um, I've had off and on depression, but since coronavirus, I've been learning to deal with it a lot more. So I'm learning how to jump in and out of it. So my week's been pretty good because of it. I've slipped into it a couple of times, but was able to get myself out pretty fast. That is definitely a blessing because that is a slippery slope. And being able to recognize it is definitely um extremely important so that you can pull yourself out of it because sometimes if you don't recognize it in time it's a crawl back to the top man a really big bad struggle that you really are really fighting for your life and a lot of people don't even realize it and some are just too blind to admit that that's what's going on yes indeed well i'm happy to hear that you are able to recognize it and admit it and that you are finding ways to deal with it and make sure your mental health is where it's supposed to be because right now it's definitely a hard time to 2020 is a is a my goodness i i, I was talking to my best friend last night and i was like i feel like 2020 is just a wash like i feel like this is we just don't count this year anymore 2020 is like a year of like craziness like Crazy. really bad craziness yes so i'm happy to hear that you are doing what you need to do to make sure your mental health is where it needs to be that is actually you know what this show is about today uh blunt self-care um uh, but before we get into that let's do a quick rundown what are you smoking today i am smoking a strand of indica and it's wedding cake. I get it from Buzz Deli. They're on Weed Maps. And where are you located in? Like, what city are you in again? San Diego? No, no. I'm in Los Angeles. I'm yeah. in the West Adams District, Slauson and uh, Adams. I mean, not Slauson Adams. I'm sorry, Crenshaw and Adams. Oh, see, I, this whole time, I don't know why I thought you were in San Diego. I'm no, not... I took a trip out there. Okay. Well, at least, least, <laughs> least I know that I got that from somewhere and I'm not just making things up. So that makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> okay, yes, wedding cake. I've had that before. 
And it's definitely some good stuff. I like that that one. I am smoking a Fuzzy's joint. And it's uh, infused pre-roll, sativa, um, super silver haze. And it's pretty damn good. Like, I'm sitting here, I was sitting here trying to figure out these technical difficulties. And I was like, shit, I'm fucking high. So, I think it's doing the job. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm do, you always, do you always smoke sativa or are you an indica or are you a both? I almost always smoke sativa because any amount of indica makes me extremely tired. And, like, I literally am not doing anything else after that um, but sleeping. So... And then even when I wake up, I feel really drowsy and, like, my whole body is, like, heavy. It's just a lot. So I only do indica um, at night if I absolutely cannot sleep. Um, But otherwise, I stick to sativas. And I'm even kind of wary of hybrids because if it's – it doesn't take much indica for me to want to go to sleep. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy because I hear that with a lot of people, but for me, indica, I really, I, I don't know. It's like it mellows me out. So, like, everything is I was going to say, are you, like, a hyper person naturally? Yeah. Yeah, so I, my roommate and then one of my um, really close friends, they're also really super naturally hyper people, and so they only do indica. I would lose my mind. If they took sativa, because then they'd be driving me crazy because they'd be even more hyper than usual. No, I need you to calm your ass down and sit down somewhere. (laughs) Because you're acting like a crazy person right now. So that makes actually a lot of sense to me. But I'm the opposite. Like, I, it's very easy for me to just be laid back and chill and just, like, watch TV all day. Just be, like, a, a, like, lazy bum all day. And so... Indica just piles on top of that, whereas sativa makes me want to get up and go do things, like get up and go be productive, go find something to do, go for a freaking walk, like something, just move. So it's just, it does the, I think because my our personalities are opposites, that's why they work. Yeah, I'm going to have to see, I'm going to have to get a couple of strands from you to try, because for me, the last two sativas that I've tried, I... I got paranoid. Like, I got paranoid. Yes, because, see, your already overactive brain is getting more stimulated and being even more overactive. And now the aliens are coming and you don't know what the fuck to do. It makes sense to me. It makes so much sense to me. Like, don't do that to yourself. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That makes a lot of sense. That that makes a lot of sense. Now I got a better understanding. Cause usually <laughs> people just be like, "Oh no, nah, it just makes you paranoid." But no, why? Like, okay, I just learned something today. Okay. Look, I don't know if I'm telling the truth, but this is just my logic, and to me, that makes a lot of sense. A lot of sense. Right. Like A leads to B, so C. <laughs> yeah. So tell us a little bit about your relationship with cannabis. Like, why do you smoke? How long have you been smoking? What was your first experience like? My very first time of, like, smoking, we had, like, a blunt. We broke it down, and me and my cousins went and got some grass, and we put it in there, and we tried that. Like, it wasn't cannabis. 
<laughs> After that, I don't know. I just wanted to smoke. <laughs> said, well, you know, the regular grass didn't work, so let's go find the one that does. Yeah. What age was So, this? I started smoking <laughs> 12. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's about that exploration age, like, where you're just figuring shit out. Yeah, I was super curious, like... After that, I was smoking, smoking, smoking. At 18, I got pregnant, and I stopped smoking. And then um, months ago, I think it was, like, back last year, yeah, last year and maybe July or August, my homegirl let me borrow her wax pen, and I smoked it, and it was over. Oh, it she was <laughs> over. <laughs> And then, like, the video and see, to, <laughs> the first time to smoke after years of not smoking and to smoke a wax pen, mm-hmm. that's a lot. Like, that's a, a that's lot. not a baby step. That's not dipping your toe into the water to test the waters. That's like jumping your ass in the ocean. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. That's how a I lot. can just imagine that first, that first, second, first high. Probably being like, yo, this is not what it was before. <laughs> it was fire. I was in here dancing to like Roddy Rich. Uh, in I mean, your Roddy own Rich, world. See, I'm high. <laughs> Rod Way. I was in here just like singing my heart away. Like I was at a concert. Like the music was like 10 times amplified in my ears. <laughs> like it was crazy. Like that first time back. In your own world. Yes. I recommend that you are somewhere where you feel safe and secure because... <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen. Well. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that was my first time smoking. So, since then, I've been smoking off and on since I was about, like, 12. Um, and I'm 28 now, so... A few years now, but... Yeah, I love it. I love cannabis. For me, it helps with... My depression state, um, I'm an overthinker, so when I get to overthinking and I slip into depression really, really fast, like, I quick, mm-hmm. quick, and for me, when I smoke, I come back up and it's like this goofiness and I'm able to, like, find happiness and joy, so I use it for that, and then the second thing that I also use it for is, um, as a pre-workout, um, I've noticed that I sweat harder and I work harder. I know it's because, like, you know, your lungs and stuff, but I get a harder sweat than just working out regular. So to the first point, that's that overactive brain again. Your brain going <laughs> crazy again, and you got to smoke that shit to calm it down so you can enjoy life without overthinking everything. I'm telling you, it all it, it's clicking. The Lego pieces are going together, and they're making... A, a, a cannabis tree. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they really yeah. do have Legos that would make a cannabis tree. Probably not. I, I feel like that may not be on brand for Legos, but they should. I was actually thinking about making some Lego gummies. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. some like edible gummies. Yeah. And then make them yeah. in the, That would be dope. And then to your second point of the pre-workout, like, I know that people used to look at me like crazy because, like, I can't work out without being high. 
Like, I have to be high because I do. I feel like I already don't like working out. Like, I know it's something that needs, I need to do. And I know that I feel better afterwards, but actually getting me up and going is a huge feat most of the time. So if I'm not high while I'm doing that and I can't like just zone in on what, like, I need that motivation. That's what I said. Like me, it's too easy for me to be lazy. So I need some type of motivation to make me focus and zero in on whatever it is I'm doing and just kind of zone out for however long to actually do it. And then once it's over, I feel better. But that initial, like, let's get up and get out of the bed and go is like the hardest part of my life. And so I totally agree. Yeah. And so cannabis motivates me to get up literally off my ass and move. So I get it. It makes sense to me. Um, but let's do our high blessings real quick. Do you want to okay. do you want to do yours first? Okay. So for me, uh, my high blessing would be remember that even when you plant flowers, that doesn't mean you will get them right away. Be patient and willing to grow where you're planted. I think that is so important because I tell people all the time, I'm working on myself, right? I'm doing, I at least I think I'm doing the internal work to work on myself. But patience is not a virtue that I currently possess and probably have never possessed in my life. <laughs> so that really speaks to me because trying to remember to be patient, like, like you said, like you plant something one day, that don't mean it's going to grow the next. It's going to just be already fruitful the next. So you have to water it. You have to let it grow. Make sure you plant it in the right area. Like all that stuff is important. So that really speaks to me. Yeah, I think a lot of people need to take time and really learn gardening. I think that learning gardening, people learn patience. If you really, really want to learn patience, I think that that, that will help you. Or you can bust out some kids. Because I'll be having to ask the patient. Mm-mm. 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 Nope, that's okay. <laughs> Corona has inspired the gardening gardener in a lot of people around me. So I was like, yeah, I want to go get a plant. Knowing good and damn well, I ain't never had a green thumb a day in my life. I kill everything. But I have a plant that is only about half dead right now. And it's going on like two months. And that's probably the longest I've ever had a plant not completely died so I feel like this is still a victory so but like you said I do feel like it has taught me patience um because I'm like come on man just grow grow and I'm like no okay you have to actually water it you have to remember to water it because I be forgetting I I, my poor how do you kill aloe vera plants like they you barely need to water those and I still I still forget Thank God my roommate waters my aloe vera plant now because that's the only reason that it's alive is my roommate. That's cheating. That's cheating. Yeah, but I definitely, I agree with you. How many plants do you have? I don't have shit. Oh. <laughs> I don't have shit. I don't got no patience. See? Sorry, not... So you speaking to yourself I'm, right now. I'm, I'm speaking to myself. Like, I'm literally... <laughs> In the crowd right now, trying to learn patience. Man. Like, I'm being sculpted as we talk. So, anybody that needs that, speak that to yourself because I have to sometimes. 
because patience ain't my key. One day. So my affirmation today, I'm actually getting from, her name is T N King, the letter T, the letter N, and then King on um, Instagram. And it was a while ago, maybe last year, she put out this affirmation set that's called Today I Choose. And it really just spoke to me in that moment. Like, I'm telling you, I printed it out and I gave it to, like, family members. I gave it to coworkers. I wrote it down, like, hand wrote it down in my journal. It was like, it felt so powerful to me. So today, I want to just read two of the verses of it because they're what I feel like speak to me the most today. Um, but like I said, I, re I go back and reference this affirmation all the time. Today I choose to be intentional. I set boundaries that protect my time, energy, and well-being. I take action towards building my dreams. I leave with purpose and passion. Today I choose to unleash every treasure inside of me. I am a miracle worker. I have unlimited potential. My gifts and my talents always make room for me. So those are the two things that I was like, this is what I need to hear today. This is what I need to feel in my soul. So I just wanted to share that. I will put a link to her page and this post that she did um, in the show notes in case anybody else wants to read it because I definitely suggest it. It is a very powerful, powerful affirmation. I definitely will be grabbing that. Okay, who are you feeling affirmed and impassioned and, and ready to grow? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I feel it. So today's topic is blunt self-care. So we are now six months into this pandemic and this shit ain't going nowhere no time soon. And I remember back in March and April, like I had a few friends who had birthdays in March and April and they're like, oh, it's ruining my birthday. It's ruining my birthday. I'm so sad. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. All I know is that Corona got five months to get its act together because then it's August and it's my birthday. And I celebrate my birthday all month long. So I was like, Corona got five months to get its shit together because I refuse to give up my birthday. And now here we are. And Look how I was like that in April. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Like I just knew that things like like the world was gonna go back to quote unquote normal. Like this was gonna be something that was wrapped up, you know, everyone stay home for two weeks and then we're good. And that is not at all what has happened. So I'm at the point now where you just got to be real with yourself <laughs> and say, you know what? Corona and quarantine ain't going nowhere probably anytime soon. Like I said, 2020, we, we going to call it a watch. So, yes. yeah, I know that I personally have been going stir crazy seeing the same walls day in and day out. Like, it's one thing to, like, go to go to work and see the same walls but then at least you go home and you have like your life you see something different but now i work and live in the exact same room i never see anything yeah. different and it's very easy 
to get lazy, get depressed, get unmotivated, just all of those things. So dealing with all the daily stresses of this corona life is it's really starting to catch up with me. So um and probably most people like I I know is it starting to catch up with you as well? Like how how have you been feeling in this quarantine? Depression and anxiety has been the two biggest things that I've been dealing with. I'm not the type of person that likes to be by herself. I don't like this. I need to be able to socialize. I need to be able to see other human beings. I need to know that there is life outside of my room. I need to know it. And so not having it has caused depression, has caused anxiety. You know, it ain't even just about going to go shake ass all the time. Like, I just like to be out. I need to be able to be free. And I feel like I'm being held captive. Yes, I definitely understand that. I just want to move. I just want to be able to get up and go somewhere. And especially during the summertime, like, go have happy hour after work. Or, you know, go to a festival, go to a concert. You know, all the things that people look forward to. I mean, even just, like, kids on summer break. Just going outside and being outside and playing with other kids, like, for most of their summer, you haven't really been able to do that. That is the truth. My best friend be calling me, and she's like, yo, you need to come get these kids, because they're going to drive me crazy. I'm, I'm about to lose my mind. They're all in the house. All the, They fight with each other like I don't know what, and it's always inside the house, because they can't go outside. <laughs> yeah, they, that's us. They, I they, really, it's a meme that floats around on Instagram that says, like, your middle child doesn't give a fuck about nothing. Right. And I did not believe it. <laughs> right. But my middle child gives me a run for my money. Yes. <laughs> yes, I definitely agree with that because the middle one, he's crazy. He he Man. he cracked me up. He is hilarious. But he's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Extremely. He sent me a text yesterday. Asked, he sent me a text, um, or Apple Pay request for ten thousand dollars, <laughs> and I was like, "Excuse you." And he's like, "I need some money." <laughs> what? Ten thousand dollars? Where do you think I'm getting this money from? Where do you think this? Is? Look, <laughs> ten thousand dollars. Wait a minute. That's <laughs> funny. Is he born in February? No, he's November. Oh, because my middle child is born in February. And that's how he is. He does not play. Mm-mm. Can I get $5? I got to take the trash out. Can I Can I get $10? <laughs> oh, okay, you said that you owe me 20 Like, whoa, <laughs> chill. He said, chill. don't play like, with my money. <laughs> We are on far low right now. Like, you need to chill. This is not okay. Like, <laughs> Look, he's going to grow up and be an accountant. <laughs> Look, I'll hire him. <laughs> he's going to make sure see. that the money right. He do not play, and that is exactly why I um, we named him Pedro because of it. Because I just, I don't know, I just felt like he 
he was going to be about his hustle. His dad's name is Pedro, but we spell it P-A-Y apostrophe D-R-O. Oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> it took a second. It took a second. <laughs> yeah, have they started school yet? No. <laughs> we're um we're gonna do online classes, but even that, like some dumb parent came up to the school, had coronavirus, so by the time we got there, they had to shut everything down. Goodness. So. For even like just to register? Yep, registers to pick up tablets, can't pick up homeworks, no nothing. We gotta wait another two weeks. That's crazy. Yeah, so I definitely know that as much as I'm tired of seeing my walls, I'm sure that there are a lot of kids and a lot of parents who are tired of seeing each other. Um, but I decided I decided that I needed to start pouring into myself because, like you said, that depression is so easy to slip into. And once you're there, if you let that fester in your soul and let, let it take take control of you it's it's a rock climb to get to the top of mount everest sometimes it feels like to get out of it and i've been there i've done that and i don't particularly want to go back you know so like you said just trying to be aware of um when i feel myself slipping into those moments has made me want to start trying to do more things so i don't even get to that point you know, of slipping into those moments. So self-care has been a huge um, journey, I guess. I'm at the very beginning stages of my, what I call my self-care journey um, and trying to find a regimen and different things that I like to do that will give me that relief because I do get very, very anxious. I do um, get in my head a lot. And so we just need to find a way to release all that. Yeah, I totally agree. Would you say that you're... um on a self-care journey yourself? I would say mine is a 50-50 of self-care and healing. I'm healing in a lot of areas, but I'm healing by taking care of self. So that's why I say it's 50-50 for me. Yeah, I think that's definitely important. Healing is very... I think you you have to heal before you can really start the self-care or at least attempt to start healing because... Being able to heal through some of the things that, you know, whatever it is that you've gone through is the only way that you'll be able to fully invest into your self-care because now you think you're actually worthy of those kind of things, you know, and making sure you take care of yourself. So I'm so happy to hear that. I'm happy to hear that you're working on healing yourself and taking care of yourself and making Brie happy. Um, We wanted to um, share some of our, you know, favorite self-care tips or activities at the moment my first biggest thing is hiking um it's a powerful cardio it helps with lowering the risk of heart disease and improves your blood pressure and sugar levels and lastly it can boost your bones density and since walking is a weight-bearing exercise you get to also lose weight at the same time and it increases your mental space something about being in nature just brings that peace and tranquility you're able to align yourself of where you need to go you know like you can keep taking the same road or you know you can find a different trail and take that and go elevate and go higher you know I think that that also plays a big part in the healing and 
it's so scary. Yeah, I for one, let me just say I love Bree's hiking pictures on Instagram. I love looking at those because you get some really nice like panoramic vista views. And it's just like, oh, I just, I love living vicariously through your, your hiking pictures on Instagram. Makes me feel like I'm out there. But um, yeah, I completely agree. Like hiking is restorative. You know, it just declutters the mind and you're able to think and process things and just move at the same time. So I do enjoy hiking. Now, I will say that hiking is something I don't get to do as much. Or not, I don't want to say don't get to because I definitely have the opportunity, but I'm not a morning person at all. And if you wait too late in the day to go hiking, you're, the heat is ridiculous, ridiculous. So I have to find like that middle ground, but I do um, commend anyone who gets up early in the morning to go hike up a mountain before it gets too hot. I... I want that type of uh, dedication to hiking one day. I can get it. Definitely. I don't know. I, some days I don't even really wake up early. I, I'll go at 2. Oh, my you gosh. Know, you're crazy. Even, huh? It's so hot. It is, but in those moments, you're not really thinking about that. For me, I get high as shit. <laughs> Put my headphones on, and I zone out. I don't, my auntie be far behind me. (laughs) I even consider like, I even consider uh, walking the beach path, the beach path. I consider that hiking too. Mm -hmm. Should you walk in an elevator and, you know, as you're going, some go up, some come down, you got to come down the stairs and stuff. I think that is too, but man, like, I don't know. It's just when you find places that are views that can like, man, just, make you just think like if I could just be here forever mm-hmm. then you'll you'll love it because I'm telling you like a couple of weeks ago we went to San Diego and when we went um hiking in that little forest area they said it was bobcats mountain lions and all type of stuff out there and I'm telling you I was scared the whole <laughs> route the whole route and my aunt was like playing games talking about oh it's something in the bushes you know and when I was done it was like oh I conquered my fear I released so much tension like I'm telling you the sun might be beaming but you're not even focusing on that and then when you're around people or even by yourself and you just have that peace of mind you'll do it more often big animals Lord have mercy, they run faster than you. (laughs) And they can eat you. (laughs) I remember I went on a hike. I think that day I texted you or I messaged you and I was like, oh yeah, I just came back on off this hike or whatever. And it was, it was really nice. It's down the street from my house. Um, But I went by myself and I was walking and there was some, there was a fence and there were some deer on one side of the fence. And I was like, oh, they're so pretty. They're so pretty. I was like, let me take a picture. And so I'm sitting there taking the, trying to take the picture. And then when I put the camera down and I looked, they're on the other side of the fence, like the side that I'm on. And I was like, oh, shit. I'm by myself. What if they charge me? Like, I am alone. I was so terrified. I was like, okay, we're just going to we're gonna walk away. <laughs> we're going to walk away from them and find more people. <laughs> just group yourself in with more people. And so I, I've, I um, had seen these people that I had seen on the way back 
And then um, I was like, yeah, uh, did you see the deer back there? Are they still on the side of the fence? And, of course, they started dying laughing at me. But, yeah, those things terrify me. But like you said, the reward at the end of, one, I did it, even though it scared me. And, two, you physically just feel better. You mentally feel clearer. It's just, it's worth, it is definitely worth getting up in the morning. I just don't want to get up in the morning. Yeah, I definitely get it. My first self-care tip um, has probably been my joy this summer, my only joy really this summer, and that's just getting up, removing myself from this room and going to a beach, like you said. So we've been going almost every week. And now I also want to be very, very clear that I observe all social distancing rules. I have masks, uh, wipes, hand sanitizer. Like, we have everything. We sanitize ourselves at least, like, six times during the day. We only go on Fridays so that there's not as many people there as on a weekend. Um, we're always six feet away from everybody. Like, all, all the things we do. So, um, and we also go to less popular beaches. So there's just less people in general. This is probably sad to say living in California most of my life, but this summer has been the most beaches that I've ever been to in my life. And it has been such, I got to swim in the ocean. We dug for clams and um, we went to a rock beach and you just lay out there. We get our boom box, sit and relax and drink, smoke. Oh, a reminder that all of these activities we're talking about here can and should, my opinion, be done high. Like, high as shit. Because that only brings the self-care to a whole new level. Yeah, we just sit out there with a couple of friends, you know, and smoke and talk and play in the ocean. And it's just like, like you said, the hiking, it's restorative. It grounds you. It clears your mind. Um, and it's just a really good time and beautiful scenery. So that's my uh, my number one tip this summer for self-care is get up and go outside being as socially distanced, responsible as you can. Go to a beach. Yeah, beaches are good. We went to one. I like the beaches out here in L.A. too because People have been social distancing. You know, if they come with each other, they sit there. I went to go watch the sunset the other, like, a few weeks back. And um, people were sitting not too close to each other. They had masks on. You know, it was just, it was good. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so I love, I love, love, love going to the beach. Next one would be learning to say no without an explanation at the end when we don't feel like it we just go along with it and i think that no means no and it doesn't need an explanation at the end if you ask me do i want to go out and i say no that's it nothing else should be asked Mm -hmm. and that's what i'm learning and being okay with that like internally being okay with that because yes It's hard being people pleasers and you end up inundating yourself with so much work and so much or so many obligations and then you're the one who's drained and everybody else around you is happy. 
because they got right. what they wanted. And not to say that they're doing it from a malicious standpoint or anything like that, but at the end of the day, if you're saying yes when it's something you really don't want, they're getting what they want, what they want, and you're not. So I definitely agree. I have found it easier to say no in the last few years than previously, and it definitely felt like I remember when I first was like getting into it, and I was like, I wanted to use no like as a cuss word almost, like no, and I don't have to say anything. The reason why, like I felt liberated. I wanted to use it everywhere. Because if I really don't want to do it, then why am I doing it? And now it just feels like second nature. Yes, 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 yes. I love that. Putting yourself first is definitely a form of self-care. Another form, one of my favorite forms of self-care is I love reading like what my dad calls hot ghetto mess books. And that is a pretty good definition of what they are. They're just hot ghetto mess. But it is entertaining. And it takes my mind off of whatever it is that I'm talk- dealing with, going through, or whatever. And it'd be like, let's let's worry about somebody else's issues today. And I love it. So reading is definitely one of my favorite forms of relaxation and not worrying about what is going on in the world and kind of giving my brain a mental reset. Yeah, I could I could read all day. Yeah, reading is definitely one of them. I think that during quarantine, I mean, before quarantine, I didn't really like it. But I've learned to read a lot more because I need to know about products, hair care products, facial products. Like, I'm always looking for something. So I'm always reading about something or researching something. Yep. I was going to say, and reading doesn't just mean, like, reading a book. Like like you said, you could be researching things. You could be um, reading a magazine. You could be... Articles, blogs. Right, blogs. There you go. A lot of people think that sometimes I'm just, like, always on Instagram. Nah. Sometimes I'm going through, like, pages, hair care pages I'm reading because... Other women are informal, too. You can read comments and learn some things, you know. I go through the keto pages and read about the foods and what you can and can't eat, you know. Um, I forgot what it's called. Um, I was about to say Jamaican fruit. Um, it's some type of jackfruit. Uh, jackfruit. There it is, jackfruit. I'm learning about that, you know. I learned about sea moss. I tried the sea moss, and I've seen the benefits of that. You know, um, just little things. So, yep. reading isn't always just picking up a book and being like, oh, let me get into these chapters. Like, no, nah, that's not it. Yep. As long as you're doing something to uh, stimulate your mind and to um, give you a little bit of an escape from whatever you may need to escape from in that moment. Because, you know, so I think sometimes... Um, some things that you have to deal with subconsciously before you can consciously deal with them. And so I think switching, you know, directions for a moment or switching topics or tasks at the, for a moment um, helps you to subconsciously deal with things. And then when you go back to that thing, then maybe you're able to bring that forward to the forefront of your mind. And now you have the mental space to deal with it or you have, you know, the creative space to deal with it or, you know, whatever. But just being able to get away and just read and use your brain for something else is definitely, I think, um, 
a way to still stimulate while relax your brain at the same time, if that makes sense. Yes, definitely agree. Okay, what is your next? Bath and shower time. For me, um, I'm a spiritual person. But when I say spiritual, um, you know, everybody has their different definitions of spiritual. I believe in Jesus Christ. So for me, when I need to wash away things, I get in the shower. And that's my time of, like, prayer. That's my time of crying my tears. And I feel like for me, when I do that, it's washing, like, some things up off me. Bath time for me is a relaxation with, you know, a bath bomb, a milk bomb, whatever you know, I decide to do bubble bath or whatever. But that just sitting there sometimes just gives me a sense of like peace, mm-hmm. quietness. And I can just sit there and just enjoy my time. Yes. I definitely I I am not a, a bath person personally, but I absolutely love being in the shower. Like it is literally one of my favorite places to be in the world. Um I love to like light my candles and use a, a sea salt scrub um, mm-hmm. and turn on my music and just like relax. And you know, the other thing that I love doing um, is washing my hair in the shower. It is just feels like mm-hmm. such a restorative, like, I feel Your like I'm literally sitting fresh. there massaging my brain and like working out all of the little you know how you work out a kink in your back, whatever, when you get a massage? Like, I feel like when I'm washing my hair, I feel like I'm working out the kinks and knots in my brain that are whatever it is I'm dealing with. And so yeah. once you get out of it, it just feels like, you feel like, okay, I can move now. I can think now. I can breathe now. I can relax. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I agree. I've been using this um, exfoliating stuff that I made. And, um, I've been putting it on my shower, I mean, on my face every day to get in the shower. And I, I don't know, it just does something. It, that shower and just, like, doing what makes you feel good is, I don't know, it's refreshing. Yeah. Like you said. What do you, um, what, what do you put in the scrub? So, in the scrub that I'm using right now, it's, like, raw honey, raw sugar, uh, cider vinegar and all the oils that I have in my house. I love oh, essential I love oils. <laughs> yes. You cannot then, have um, a spa day at at home spa day without all of the essential oils. And, yes. Oh, lavender, the peppermint. I love uh, eucalyptus, um, patchouli. What are some of your? What are some of the ones you have? Your oils. You said um, some of the oils that I have. So for the oils, I use like avocado oil, carrot oil, coconut oil, jo- jo- uh, fuck, I never say it right, uh, Jehovah Boba oil. Jehovah Boba. <laughs> <laughs> Lavender, um, Frankenstein, I use all of those. And then I have like almond oil. I think the raw sugar does the best though. Because mm-hmm. like when I scrub on the side of my face, I'm like, oh yeah. And then mixing those two, because, you know, peppermint takes the tension away, and it mm-hmm. also stimulates hair growth as well. So I use it, and when I clean my face and I'm cleaning my hair, I'll use it both at the same time and just, like, kind of let it run. Because it's like the peppermint oil takes the tension away. And then, oh, tea tree oil. Girl, mm-hmm. that is the stuff. Mm-hmm. That is the stuff, okay? 
you need to clean your face, tea tree oil. After I do like my exfoliating, I take the little scrub, I put the tea tree oil on it with some witch hazel and wipe down my face again. Pure beauty. Good to go. I do love tea tree oil, but I my skin's very sensitive, so I have to be very careful with tea tree oil. Um, but I do put a little bit of it in the stuff that I use. Um, but I just mix it with like a lot of other things so that it's like kind of diluted. Um, but it does. I, and I personally, I know a lot of people don't, but I personally love the smell of tea tree oil. I don't know what it is. Um, so I'm right there with you and the peppermint, I would say, Peppermint and lavender are probably my absolute top two favorite essential oils. I put them in uh-huh. everything that I use. Because like you yeah. said, they just relax you. They take the tension away. Like, it just... Yeah. And of course, I'm smoking before I'm getting in the shower. Definitely. Because, yeah. Um, so, my one of my third favorite uh, activities um, is just dancing and listening to music like we can't go out and you know shake our ass at the club right now but that doesn't mean that you cannot turn on some music in your room and dance around your room by yourself like um do you watch Grey's Anatomy yeah you know how um Christina and Meredith would have their like dance parties when the world was ending in their lives I do that all the time by myself I just turn on music I just dance around and I just let loose. I let my arms fly wherever they want. You know, I make sure everything's clear in my room <laughs> so I don't knock things over. Um, and I just listen to music and dance. Sometimes I listen to trap music and sometimes I listen to sad music. And, you know, sometimes I'm over here talking about WAP. Like, sometimes I'm over here talking about I'll shoot up your front door. Like, it depends on what mood I'm in. Like, whatever I'm feeling in that moment, I go find that playlist on Spotify, and then I just dance until I can't dance anymore. And it is so... It just releases so much tension. And I get to laugh at myself, because most of the time I look ridiculous. (laughs) So it's definitely a good time. Fun. I think that um, for me it is too. I have those moments too, but shit, I dance without music. I'll fuck around and start twerking <laughs> just because. Man, you like, have to. Sometimes you just I need guess. to bend over and shake ass. Like sometimes that is what your body tells you I need to do right now. I need you to pop yeah. it. Because I'd be at the refrigerator sometimes <laughs> and I'd be bending over all the way to the bottom at the door and I'd just be twerking. But I'd be like, whoa, like. What is you doing? Like, calm down. Like, wait, hold on, on. <laughs> my bad. Let me stop. Let me stop. Like, look, and I'm ready to be in there. Yep. My body wanted to move, so I let it move. <laughs> um, what else you got? I got eating healthy. Eating healthy keeps the skin clean and glowing, as well as making you feel good. What you put into your body is what you will eventually end up becoming. Feeling sluggish is how you feel after you eating a Big Mac with cheese from mcdonald's although it's good you start to feel sluggish and you want to go to sleep afterwards well when you're at home and you cook you don't feel like that you feel relaxed if it's a good meal you're energized you can sleep not so heavy and things like that and for me eating healthy changed 
my whole face appeared. I don't know what happened, but I broke out like really, really bad. And I blamed it on my little sister because I didn't have nothing on my face until she came. <laughs> but it was really me because I was putting bad stuff into my body. I was Taco Bell every day, McDonald's. Carl was like, girl, go home. Like, go, <laughs> go home, sis. Go home. You know, like, I'm that one person that'd be like, ooh, $20 left in the bank account. Like, what can I do? Amazon or food. Like, sis, go home and cook. Like, right. and I just, I gotta get it together. So since then, like, my face has cleared up a lot bit more. And I'm just like, oh, thank God. Thank God. Because I was out here looking at hot mess. <laughs> it's, um, Eating healthy is one of those things that, like, most people don't like to do, but they appreciate the benefits that come from it. And that's how you, like, that's how you have to think of it. Like, like you said, how do you feel after you eat at McDonald's versus how do you feel after you've been eating at home for a week? And not only is your pockets a little bit happier, but your skin is happier, your, you know, your stomach or your pants fit a little bit looser or aren't so tight like those benefits that you get in the long term are way more than the gratification that you get in the short term of eating whatever it is that you ate man because i'd be looking like whoa who baby you having sis because not today <laughs> not today yes eating um Yesterday when I went to the store, I was like, I want something sweet. Like, I really want, like, sugar, honestly. I have a craving for sugar right now. And I was like, you know what? We're not going to go get the bag of gummy bears. We're going to go get fruit. Because, yes, that's still sugar, but at least it's not manufactured sugar. So, this, I feel like, is a happy medium for me. Yeah. Um. It's also a part of healing as well, too, because I know for me, for example, um, when I had my second child, he um, caused me to have gallstones. I don't, you know, I don't understand why he disrespected me like that. <laughs> but he did, you know. <laughs> I like you said, have... you said that middle one, <laughs> that Man. middle child. I can't have greasy food, can't have hot sauce like that. Like, and it was for a very while. I remember I almost passed out at work at the register, and I was like eight months pregnant when I found out. So it was hard for me. But um, doing keto and eating healthy has cleared that, like completely cleared it. Like I can have hot sauce all over again. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the moderation, but it it's healed my body on the inside as well too. So, man. Yeah, and the I'm, healing ain't always just, you know, the cuts and bruises that you went through through life's trials and tribulations. Sometimes it's honestly really healing your body, like healing your body with foods. And a lot of people don't, you know, think about that because, man, uh, lettuce, spinach can give you iron. You don't have to take the manufacturer pills like, man, it's crazy what healing can do with healthy foods. I, um, I remember when I was, when I uh, first started keto, um, the thing that really kind of like, I guess, clicked with me, I watched this, um, 
documentary on Netflix, and I forget the name of it, but it was like a really popular keto documentary on Netflix. I want to say like The Magic Pill or something like that. Um, but I watched that, and then they were saying like, basically, what were we doing before? Like, how were people surviving before the age, the, the Industrial Revolution? Like, that, the Industrial Revolution is what gave us, you know, these huge factories that were able to make this food that's not really food. So what were people doing before we had all that stuff? They were eating lettuce and things like this, and they were surviving, and they were not just surviving, they were thriving. So if it could help keep them healthy, then why can't it help keep us healthy? Why can't it restore our bodies? Yeah, we were in the agriculture. Yeah. That's like, what I had to look it up. I forgot. Like, humans aren't, our bodies evolutionarily aren't, made to eat these genetically modified foods or you know mass produced foods so our bodies were made to live off of the earth so why not do that yep and that's it's some things that in this earth should be touching some things that shouldn't like certain birds and all that like well i don't need all that i was gonna say i don't eat birds but i guess chicken is a bird but that's different. Nah, chicken. Yeah, that's chicken just chicken. That's, yeah, that's just chicken. But otherwise, I don't eat birds. So. Yeah. Like ducks and all that? Nah. Y'all can keep that. I've never had ducks. But I can't I can't lie and say I probably wouldn't try it. Because I just like to try things to say that I've been, you know, say yes, no. I don't like it. I do like it. And I know because I've tried. Um. But I don't think it would ever be a staple in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I also tried alligator, but won't be a staple in my life. <laughs> it tastes like chicken. Um, no, not really. It was alligator sausage um, when I went to New Orleans last year. And it tasted like... I love hot links. Like, absolutely love hot links. It's one of my favorite things ever. Um, and so it tasted like kind of like, well, I guess a chicken apple sausage mixed with a hot link mixed with a little bit of andoli sausage. Like it just like tasted like a bunch of different kind of meats together. Uh-huh. But I wasn't mad at it. But again, I've tried it now. I'm good. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm definitely out of the bucket list. Because yeah. I, I had got an offer to go out of state one time. And they wanted me to eat, like, snails and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the chicken with some seafood. I'm good. Right. I love seafood. Um, the last time that we went to the beach, um, we got really, really fucking high and um, dug for clams for, like, three hours. Like, we were so zoned out. And... Um, you know, I know I'm saying this, but I don't remember what my point was. <laughs> I cannot remember what my point was. Like, there was a reason I was saying that story. What were we yeah, talking so, about? Um, Not eating weird things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I like said, cl- give me the clams. I mean, give me the um, chicken and seafood. Oh, yeah. Seafood. Clams. Okay. I like clams. I guess that was the point. <laughs> 
clams are good. So are mussels. I can eat those yeah. all day. Um, do you, do you like oysters? Hell yeah, run it up. Nobody ever that that is around me ever likes oysters. I they have to be cooked right. Um, but I do love me some oysters. Um, I love oysters in the packages or cooked. Yeah. Um, yeah, my friend sauteed them up with this like garlic spicy sauce. They were bomb. And then she, we found hella clams, man. She froze the other half so she could make clam chowder. I was like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be here for that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so my newly found self-care activities, uh, is guided meditation. Um, I found that really trying to find my breath and by, um, calming my breath and focusing on my breath, um, has really been, um, just, just calming for me. It's really helped me relax. I carry a lot of tension in my shoulders, like to the point where I get like these really bad knots in my shoulders. Um, So Uh it's really helped me to release some of that tension and therefore release these knots that are driving me crazy. Um, And I, one of the, I also started uh, doing this like morning stretching routine. Um, uh-huh. for, I found it on YouTube, a lady named Yoga by Biala, and I'll, t- um, uh, I will put her information in the show notes as well in case anybody wants to check that video out, but it's like a really quick, like 15 minute video, um, on stretching first thing in the morning, you could do it from your bed and really just focusing on your breath. And I've done it for like the last same video almost for the last two weeks. And one, I, my lower back and hips are so much better, but also I'm able to, when I feel myself getting frustrated or feel myself getting anxious, I'm able to breathe through it a lot easier because I've been, um, listening to her kind of guide your breathing. She also has some guided, actual guided meditational meditation videos on there. So check her out if you are interested in help with guided meditation and then, um, the other one is on Instagram and it's called black girls breathing. Um, and it's again, just more about guided meditation and controlling your breath and really, um, centering yourself and, and, and giving yourself some time for some peace and stillness and reflection. So that is been a huge help to me lately. I have never done meditation, so I wouldn't even know where to begin. So I'm definitely going to look at those links. I always, um, I remember people used to ask me like, um, oh, have you ever meditated? And I was like, no, girl, I will fall asleep. Like, I like sleeping too much to sit anywhere with my eyes closed for too long because I will be asleep in a few minutes, especially hot. (laughs) But I have also never really gave it a chance. So I was like, okay, Uh let's just give it a chance. Like, try something new. It is actually a lot easier than you would think when it's guided because somebody, you're you're listening to somebody and trying to focus on doing what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah, like... No, definitely 
definitely sounds dope. I've heard that meditation helps clear the mind, but I don't know. I just never tried it, but I will be trying it now. Yeah, my anxiety can get very high sometimes. Um, so it just, it more helps me calm my spirit so that I'm able to think through whatever it is I'm trying to think through. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay, you want to give us your last self-care tip or activity? Um, releasing yourself from toxic and people. Scouts and people <laughs> into your life to simply see how you treat people, how you're, how you're able to control yourself. Just because you meet people don't mean that they have to come home with you. And everyone isn't your friend just because you got history. It drains you. Let it go. That ain't the truth. Along with saying that 2020 is a wash, I've been saying a couple people are a wash for me in my life. So I I think that if if y'all don't listen to anything else that we say today, please listen to this one. Figure out who's for you and the rest would, would... why do you need them? What are they doing for you mm-hmm. besides bringing you down? Yep. And so you got weight on it. Let it go. And I like that that old saying that, you know, people are in your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And that can be the hard time. That can be the hard part is that, that cutting the that seasonal person off, releasing that toxic person from your life because comfortability with people especially now there's so many fake people out there there's so many people who are just truly aren't there for you that the ones that you think are there for you even if they're showing you that you're not it's hard to cut them off because it's like well but maybe but i think you also have to realize that are you keeping this person around because you want to help them be better at the detriment of yourself because that's not healthy Ooh, you just hit something, and I pray to God that's not how he feels. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you just hit something. But I really know, like, I had to like really realize that the balance and like releasing of toxic people is that sometimes you are the toxic person, mm-hmm. and it's messed up. Like, you know, I got a little situation, but I just really hope that like it's not detrimental to himself like come on that's very hard because you can and i think what people sometimes think is that when you say release toxic people from your life sometimes people can people or relationships can be toxic but not they still want the best for you they still want to see you succeed but is this relationship feeding into me and making me feel better is it making me want to be the person that i want to be and just because you don't hate that person or that person hasn't out and right done you wrong doesn't mean that it's still a healthy relationship. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. And it's even harder to let somebody go that may not be good for you but that you still care about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even say that then. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, buddy. Just makes you think a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's definitely a really uh one of the number one self care tips that you can give to anybody is to release people from your life that aren't pouring into you the way that you're pouring into others. If it drains you, let it go. So my last self care tip uh is to talk to somebody. 
And if you don't have anybody to personally talk to, one, you can always talk to me. I like talking. It's a great thing to do. I like making new friends. Um, but if you don't feel comfortable talking to somebody, I think talking to yourself, you know, as crazy as that sounds, but I think talking to yourself is also very important. Um, so journaling, um, even if you get a, a, your phone and do the voice recorder because you don't want to write, if you just record your feelings in that moment and, and getting them out and talking to your feelings out loud instead of just in your head um, is very important. Um, and beyond that, talking to actually somebody else. Even if you're not, you don't have to necessarily be looking for somebody else's opinion, but just getting your feelings out and verbalizing how you feel is um, in a huge part, I think, of self-care. And, you know, there's times that I'll say something out loud and I didn't even realize that's how I felt. Like, I didn't even realize that that was what I was, what was in my heart in that moment until I actually said it out loud. So talk to someone or talk to yourself, but talk. Yeah, I definitely think that talking to people is something that we all need. It, it doesn't always have to necessarily, like you said, be someone talking, like to have someone just to listen while you vent sometimes is the best thing. Because if you crazy like me, you need a second opinion because I'll fuck around and be like, bust his motherfucking windows out. <laughs> you going to be like that lady so setting the car on fire, throwing the, throwing the thing in the window? <laughs> yep. Because I'm telling y'all, go from take me to the king to whoop that bitch in a hot second. Real quick. So I have to get like second opinions because I know that sometimes I can't be logical. So yes, talking to someone is super, super important because I know that that has saved a lot of people's lives dealing with me. Definitely. Like you said, having somebody listen to you is very important. So I encourage anybody um, that has a true caring feelings towards whoever is talking to you in the moment is to just be aware, be in the moment and listen to that person because you can one, either stop somebody from busting out some windows <laughs> or you may hear something that again, like that they're not even hearing themselves. Like mental health is a real, real, real thing. And it's a real, real, real struggle. So listen to your friends when they're talking to you and just be genuinely caring towards those people that genuinely care towards you. But that's on a whole, uh, another side of things. That's not the, the self-care side, but I just wanted to uh, reiterate that it's important to listen to our friends when they come to us to talk to us about whatever it is going on in their lives because that's the only way that they're going to keep coming back. Yeah. No judgment. No judgment. That's why I see you get your, your core friends, you know, that you really can't pour into. And then those are the ones that you pour into. The rest of them, you let them go. Man. I think um, that is a pretty good list of, you know, some self-care tips and activities that we've gone through here. And um, I hope this helps some people. I hope this gives some people some ideas, some resources, so that they can um, be the best versions of themselves that they can be. Because... Self-care, high, blunt self-care is important. Yes. <laughs> um, 
I think that pretty much wraps up the blunt talk for today. That was fun. It made me think of some really good ideas. I know, I, I, I'll be honest, I kind of want to go on a hike now. I think you may have inspired me a little bit. <laughs> so I appreciate you taking the time to uh, give us those tips and tricks there. I think we can move on to our highlight section. Your black woman-owned cannabis business, Pleasure Plug, uh, is our highlights for this week. So why don't you give us a little quick little rundown on Pleasure Plug and what your business is. So Pleasure Plug was just me being high as fuck wanting to create something and I wanted some money so I decided to just play around. But Pleasure Plug is basically a CBD, THC, fresh um, squeeze lemonade drinks. We have many different flavors like strawberry, blueberry, honor palmer, cranberry, mixed berry, mixed fruit. And they come with THC and CBD in it it mellows out your body and it relaxes you you do get high some people have been high and known to dance or you know to turn the function up <laughs> whatever the case may be you know but we will plug you with the pleasure that will knock you on your ass i think that is a great logo or a great uh slogan <laughs> plug you with the pleasure that will knock you on the ass who doesn't want to try that i want to try that i think that's a, it's a great time I want to um, mention that you're located, like you said, in L.A., right? Um, yes. So you do local business. Yes, local yes. deliveries. Okay. And where can we, where can they place orders with you? So they can cash at me. God will, God will provide. Um, you can DM me through Instagram on Pleasure Plug, or you can text me by phone, 323-320-3538. That is awesome, and I will um, include all of her contact information um, below. Anybody who wants to hit her up to get plugged on some pleasure, please do it. Please support a black woman. Give a black woman your money uh, because she deserves it, and who doesn't want to be high again? Um, so, yeah, I love that. You wanted to um, – you were really high and wanted to – do some high shit and make some money and that's what you're doing and that's awesome yes so the last part of the show is the random ass question list um i have a list of questions uh random ass questions numbered four through 20 um so go ahead and pick a number and i will ask you that question 14 okay so question 14 is how many pillows do you sleep with <laughs> why so many i thought i slept with a lot of pillows that is so many i'll be missing i'll be missing my man <laughs> so you just um, make you make a pillow man yeah so i sleep in the middle and if i roll to the right i got some man over there and if i roll to the left i got some man over there so i'm never alone <laughs> But I got cushion on both sides. I just need to feel su- surrounded. Yeah. That is awesome. So. That is hilarious. I, I will admit that um, people like you are probably what inspired this question. I was like, people be sleeping with hella pillows on their beds. Like, I wonder how many, <laughs> like, what's the average number of pillows that people sleep with on their bed? When you, like, make your bed, do you still keep all those pillows on there or do you take some of them off? 
I still keep them on, and I, I don't, I don't take them off. He says no. This is my my man pillow. He this is his. Spot. Yeah. This is his spot. There you go. <laughs> I love that. Ten pillows on one bed to sleep with. Yep, this question was made for you. <laughs> um, I think that's it, ma'am. Um, I think we've done a whole ass show, a whole ass restorative self care show, and it's been so much fun. I appreciate um you so much for coming through and just sharing your ideas with us, uh, sharing a a joint with us, and. Just being bluntly black. I love it. Thank uh, you. Thank you for having me. Of course. We've been trying to link up for the longest time. So glad that we were finally able to do that. Um, if you want to get in touch with Brie, her Instagram is at Keto Blessings. Is it at Keto underscore Blessings? Yes. Underscore yeah. Blessings okay. 19. And then um, I will include all of her uh, contact information in the show notes, the Instagrams for the other ways to get in touch with her, along with her cash app, uh, and text information for a pleasure plug. Um, also look towards the show notes for the other resources that were mentioned throughout the show today. I hope that this show or these ideas, um, help somebody out there if they even help one person figure out something that just makes them feel like they are loving on themselves, then I will feel like it's a success. So um, please comment, rate, subscribe, and let me know what you think of the show, what you thought of the ideas. If you have any other ideas, um, our Instagram is at Bluntly Black Girls, Twitter at Bluntly Black BLK Girls, um, or send us an email anytime. We love to talk to you. So until next time, Highness Queens, we're going to sign off and say, see you later. Bye. Bye. I just love that my iced coffee is just so perfect today. It also it also might be that I'm just really fucking high. And so it just tastes really, really good. But either way, I'm not mad. Self-care, high, blunt self-care is important. Because the best way to care for yourself is high.